So my dad passed away in 2015. We weren't talking and it took a month for his family to track me down. Before I ever knew he was gone, I started hearing from him in heaven. It consumed me. How is communication with the other side even possible? I left my corporate gig, studied with spiritual teachers on every coast, and worked with my angels to figure out the answers. Today, my mission is teaching you how to raise your vibration, shift your thoughts, trust your intuition, develop your unique spiritual gifts, and connect with your loved ones and angels on the other side. Friends, when you have these tools, life really does become heaven on earth. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we're here with Eileen. Eileen, thank you so much for being here today. It's lovely being here and meeting you and sharing stories. Yay! So I'm going to let you take it away and share your story. Okay. Well, in 2012, I was walking in the street with uh, my daughter, and we were hit head-on by a woman driving a Hummer. She was texting and driving and did not see us. My daughter, I happened to put her up on my bike, and I tied my helmet around her head, and that was the last memory, clear memory I had. And I got hit by the car. I went up onto the hood of the car and got thrown about 20 feet, knocked out of my sneakers and landed on my head. I later found out that I did over $2,000 worth of damage to the front end of her car with just my body. Wow. And yeah, I was knocked unconscious. My daughter, thank God, was had the helmet on and got out of the way. She was probably pushed or I pushed her to the side before this all happened. But the the woman who was driving the Hummer, her license plate was all's good. A-L-L-Z-G-O-O-D. Now, from the very beginning, you would think, okay, that's really kind of crazy, ironic. But I sustained a lot of injuries, but I did not break a bone in my body. I had a lot of Uh, concussion, head injuries, stitches, that whole stuff, you know, discs and stuff. But from the damage of the car and what people said, they said you, you should have, you know, hurt a lot more. So I don't remember anything really flashes of stuff happening in the ambulance. I would come up out of consciousness and then kind of dive back in again. I would scream for my daughter and then go back out. So my first conscious memory was being in the CT scan alone with a neck brace on, looking up, seeing this huge CT scan go over me. And I went, oh my God, oh my God, why am I here? What's happening? Uh, You know, like, where's my daughter? I'm thinking, I can't, I wasn't in any pain, but I was thinking, I can't move. I don't know what's going on. Last memory is being on on the street. Now I'm in a CT scan. And I became so, so fearful. And with that, on the right hand of my brain, the right side of my brain, came my two grandmothers. And they were one in front of the other. I didn't, I saw shadows. I didn't necessarily, and it was shadows within my head. It wasn't like I was seeing anything. And with that, the message came in unison. I also knew immediately that my one grandmother came from a farther realm than the other grandmother. 
the one grandmother died. I mean, they both were within 10, but the other grandmother was 30 years, passed away 30 years before. But I just knew she came from a, a different realm, a different level. And that's how I knew she came behind the other grandmother. And they were kind of standing one in front of the, each other. And they said to me, you are going to be okay. And with that, I, I said out loud, I'm in this room by myself. And I say out loud, okay, okay, I believe you. I believe you. And with this, from the bottom of my feet, boom, up comes this amazing amount of chills throughout my body, goes to the top of my head. I feel like I explode with joy, explode with joy. I am so full of love. I am ecstatic. I am now happy. I, cu- I couldn't get wait to get wheeled out of the room. I was like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I go into the, the trauma room where they just literally cut my clothes off of me. I mean, like they thought they, they thought I broke my back, broke my hip. I was covered in blood because I had this cut of my head and injury and just, they didn't, they just thought for sure something major was happening. And my father, when I was coming back and forth to consciousness, my father, I gave my home phone number. I didn't live with my parents anymore, but I live in the same town. So my father answered the phone, the paramedics called them. So he came racing over. So he was the one in the ambulance. And so he was the one in the trauma room. So I said, I grabbed his hand when I went in and I said, dad, dad, I'm going to be okay. I just saw your mom. She told me I'm going to be okay. And with that, his face went whoop, he went completely white. And he was like, I don't know what to do with this information. The paramedics came in. They wanted to know how I was doing because they were like checking on me because there was so much damage to the, like the grill of the car came off of this Hummer. And the doctor came in and said, nothing's broken. Nothing's broken. Wow. uh, How fast was this woman going? She was probably going about 30, 40 miles an hour, something like that. I mean, she lived around the block, but she was notorious for speeding and being on her phone. And she was warned by other neighbors, you're going to hit somebody and kill somebody. So the lady that happened in front of her house, she heard the screaming of my daughter and called the police right away because she's like, she actually did it. She hit somebody this time. But so like since then, wow. I've, I have this now I know now I know like I know like I know right yeah that there is another realm there's someplace else you can get messages you can get feelings you know what that feeling of complete love joy is and so that started me off on my journey and I just been seeing angel stories in my life and intuitions where people are like, how does this keep happening to you? How, you know, you get all these messages and I just knew that it was for some reason. And right from the very start, I didn't use my energy to get angry at this woman. I, I, I use my energy to heal, to say, okay, what was this for? Why did I live through this? There's a purpose. And right away, I just started telling everybody that I knew this story. I mean, if anybody mentioned the word death, like I still, like the oil burner guy came last week and he had just lost, he just said, my my sister-in-law just died unexpectedly. And I didn't know the man, he's a stranger. He's standing in my house. And I said, well, you know that you, you could still talk to her and she's still around. And he said, no, I don't know about that. And I said, 
I got a story to tell you. And then I, <laughs> I then I tell the story. So I, I'm I like, love that. This is, yes. I, I know that this is part of it. This was the reason why this happened to me because maybe because I just, I'm, I, I feel comfortable. Like this is part of my journey. And so like, I don't know, five years, six years after all this happened, all sorts of stuff's happening in my life. In a very short period of time, my dad gets very sick. He ends up dying um, of cancer. And we're on his funeral procession and we're going to the church and we're at a light. I'm not driving. My then husband was driving and I look up from from my phone or whatever I was looking down, I was feeling really sad. Right in front of me is the Hummer with the all's good. Now I hadn't seen this lady for six years. I thought she moved away. She was in the middle of a divorce. So with that, I look up, I see the same and I go, okay, it's another sign saying we got you. It's okay. We just add somebody else to the team. Don't you worry about it. We have this all under control, but like, in the middle of all that, like with my father dying and things like that, like it just was like, I learned to, when things get plopped into my head to kind of like, I now know what that sounds like and hears like. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I was with uh, my father when he was sick and we have this family, a pseudo adopted brother who came into our life. He was from Vietnam, an immigrant from Vietnam. And he has this amazing, crazy story. And we're standing there. He's visiting my father when my father's sick. And I'm standing there. And he's just entertaining us with all these stories of his life. And it's he's like the Forrest Gump of Vietnam. He's just got these crazy stories and people that he meets. And I say to him, you know, you should really write a book someday. And he goes, yeah, people tell me that all the time. And I said, I'll write a book with you. And he goes, do you know how to write a book? And I go, no. And I thought to myself, who just said that? <laughs> I never aspired to write a book. I don't know how <laughs> to write a book. But it dropped into my head. So now I'm like, I guess I'm writing a book. And so wow. I, I become a complete believer in those. And I just say, okay, well, I know this message didn't come for me. Like God laid this on my heart. He gave me, or I just happen to be a very good listener. And then I follow through because I'm just like, if they can save me from this car accident, then I feel like I'm being taken care of on the other end. Like everything else is gravy kind of, that's the way I think of it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So let's dive into this a little bit because this ties into you being in the membership, the angel membership. Tell me about that. Okay. So again, I, you know, I'm always searching, looking, exploring, okay, what am I supposed to be? What's the next door? Am I supposed to open? What am I supposed to do with this? And a good friend of mine was She's, she's definitely tied into my angel team because she gets messages and then she gives them to me. (laughs) And we've been told this before. And she actually said to me, wouldn't it be fun to find out how we're connected in our prior lives? Because we met through our daughters through kindergarten class. It's not like we've known each other our whole lives, but so she goes, you know, I'm taking, well, first it was, I'm listening to this podcast and it was over quarantine 
and she turned me on to your podcast. And then she goes, you know, I'm thinking of taking this class that she's having. It's starting at the beginning of the year. And I said, I don't know, I'm taking this other class with this other one. And I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And then she told me, she's like, I go, did you take the class? And she goes, oh yeah, it's really, really good. And it's, I think you'd really enjoy it. And then she says to me one time, she goes, you know, I think you should contact Julie and be on her podcast. And I'm like, really? I guess I should sign up for her class first and see what that's all about. And then I'll reach out to her. But so now the two things kind of tied together because she gives me the message. I follow through with the message I say to you. And now this month is all about intuition, which literally, you know, I live by and my kids could tell you all the things and like, you know, I have had just amazing, amazing things where, you know, I need somebody or it's like, you know, I started, I helped start a charity and we're doing all this work for breast cancer charity and in comes my favorite author, a New York times bestselling author is part of this small charity fundraiser. And I'm like, how is she here? What is this all about? But then I'm like, she's here for a reason. I need to ask her about writing a book and publishing. So of course I said, can I buy you a cup of coffee after all this? And she said, sure, I'll help you. I'm like, who gets a best-selling author to come in and then offer to help you? So like, it's, it's following breadcrumbs. It is certainly following breadcrumbs, but now I could see it's like kind of elevated to a different level. It's like finding golden nuggets. Yeah. Or finding little gems. It's not yeah. just something that I could wave off anymore. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's what I always say in the podcast that it's like, like Hansel and Gretel, where they're like dropping the breadcrumb trail. It's these mm-hmm. little nuggets of information. And what it is, is that the difference between your egoic mind and your intuition is so subtle. It's like this 5% difference. So you really have to be quiet. You really have to dig deep. You really have to tune in to be able to hear it. But then once you do hear it, it's not just a voice. It's not just a knowingness. It's not just sight. It's a vibrational frequency. So once you really know what the intuition is, it's like being a tuning fork. and when that intuition piece comes in and, you know, you're running around getting your kids here or going over here, do these errands or something's falling apart during the day and there's some challenge. It's almost like because it's this tuning fork energy that kind of like ding, you know, like tings you, you stop and you go, oh, that was something. I got to do that. And when you follow those little nuggets, It's not that all of life's challenges go away, but I feel like it's that you almost don't see as many of the challenges because things have become more smooth and you're not constantly like bumping up against a wall or hitting these road bumps. When you follow what they're saying, I feel like it takes you around some of those. Right. Well, I've also you know, that's why people like, you know, you have so many stories and I just learned through trial and error. And I said, it feels like the more I talk about them to other people and where I share with strangers, or I could just, 
the the more things happened. And, and a lot of times it's also like the same signs keep on repeating itself. So then, you know, okay, here's another one. Like it was during the height of COVID and I had like people knocking on my door, complete strangers knocking on my door. And one, just say, I like the sign that you have up and on your front lawn. And I said, Oh, thank you. And we were just having conversation. And it would always lead to something spiritual. I don't know what it is. And then they're like, I can't believe I had this in-depth conversation. And they would bring up like one of my signs I keep seeing over and over again. Well, dragonflies are one of them. But the other one was Padre Pio. Now I'm not like Italian. I don't, but he just keeps on coming up. So this Padre Pio, he's the same from Italy, but his, his quote, his favorite saying is hope, pray, and don't worry. So like this man came up to my front lawn and he goes, you know, I don't know. I I don't feel so great about what's going on in the world. And I was like, I just said, stop. Don't, don't tell me anything negative. I said, do you know Padre Pio? Hope, pray, and don't worry. And he goes, you're kidding me, right? I go, no, why? And he goes, I was originally from Italy, from a small town. I was born right next to Padre Pio's small town. Shut the front door. Yeah. So like, (laughs) so we have this conversation about spirituality, this whole thing. And it started off political, but I was like, no, we're not going there. We're going there. And I said, he goes, can I come back once the, the, the election's over? I said, please do please come back. Well, don't you know, he knocks on my door a couple of months later. I'm like, I had just said, what are we doing with this world? I hope it settles down. He knocks on the door. He goes, do you remember me? I go, Enzo, I do remember you. And he has a white envelope in his hand. And I said, is that Padre Pio? You have something about Padre Pio in in that envelope. He goes, how do you know that? I go, because we talked about it. It's a prayer card, isn't it? And he's like, yes, it is. He's like, and I'm like, because I was just thinking about Padre Pio and you knocked on my door. But like stuff like that, I wouldn't consider myself a, like, I guess it's somewhat intuitive, but it's the more you're doing it, it just kind of gets rocking and rolling. It's almost like, pushing a, 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 a rock, a boulder. And yeah. then once it gets going, and once you add that energy to it, it just feels like it just goes, boom. so the class, that's how it ties into the class. Cause now I'm like, Oh, that's why that happens. And so I can like learn the language of, of communication basically. Yeah. I've got a few announcements. This month's winner of the drawing is Mackenzie Payne, who gets one free session with me. Email me a screenshot of your five-star positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Business, or my Facebook page for your chance to win next month. Details are in the show notes. Friends, in the Angel Membership in June 2021, Archangel Raphael and I are teaching you self-energy healing 101 and chakras 101. You'll learn how to give yourself an energy healing session, techniques to keep your energy clear, and how you can heal your own energy field. To join this course live or replay at any time, sign up for the Angel Membership Program today. Also, a new class of the Angel Reiki School begins on June 1st. Join this separate program to develop your unique spiritual gifts 
and become an angel Reiki master. I'm still offering private readings. To book one, sign up for our weekly angel email. Once a month, you'll get an email that contains a link to book your session online. One more thing, I am loving spending time with you live and answering your questions over on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Follow me on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new video content. Thanks for your support and for sharing this podcast with your people. So let's look at it this way. Take away the words for everything in the world, right? And instead of labeling them with letters that become words, label them with a vibrational frequency, right? And, you know, I'm not musical whatsoever, but I know that there's like an HZ level to everything. Like you can go in and YouTube and listen to vibrational music at certain um, emotions of love or joy. So if you replace like Padre Pio with a vibrational frequency, everything has its own unique vibrational frequency. And what spirit shows me is that empaths don't need words to communicate all of these things. The other side doesn't communicate with words. They communicate telepathically. And how does that work? It's all vibrational frequency. So if Padre Pio has his own HZ or vibrational frequency. I wish I was a scientist. I wish I knew how to describe this. You were resonating at that vibrational frequency when he was coming over to knock on the door and you got the vibration before it arrived. And that's how things work. So then when you're tuned in, you're just connected and it's so incredibly fascinating. Yeah. So that's how literally I wrote this book because I'm not an author. And I was like, okay, let it come. And I was channeling stuff. It was, and not only that, but I became very curious and I would, you know, go up on the internet and see if I could find somebody. And, you know, he, he would give me a name. It was like Tuesday with Maury, but it was like Mondays with Kim. We would just discuss things. And then I would be like, huh, all right, let's get on the internet and see what that's all about. And another great coincidence is I find I find this man, Ken mentions that he helps him come over from Vietnam. It's just crazy stories, like f- first class flights and he gets into a prep school and all these people step in, intervene constantly and helping him out. And it's a great story of American compassion of a, uh, of a, uh, a teenager coming to the United States as an immigrant unaccompanied and then what America did at the time 50 years ago, you know, and it's kind of weird how it ties into what's happening today. But so I Google this guy, Hank, I get his, I find an old landing page. I sent him an email. I said, were you the same Hank that helped this Vietnam boy come in to JFK airport 50 years ago? He just writes back, you found me now what? So I said, can I have a phone call with you? And he's like, sure, let's have a phone call. When I tell you like the third phone call, we started talking about stuff 
and I had, I was going through a, a difficult time in my marriage and I was thinking about divorce and all this other stuff. I didn't tell anybody about it. And so out of the blue, I say to him, does Padre Pio mean anything to you? <laughs> so we're, we're not talking about, and he goes, you know, it's funny you say that, I, not Padre Pio, but St. Francis of Assisi means a lot to me. He goes, you know, whenever there was times in my life and I would have a really difficult time, I would ask St. Francis to make me an instrument of your peace. Yeah. And that whole saying. And he goes, and at the time I was going through a painful marriage and, and I was thinking about divorcing and I'm thinking, okay, I just found this man on the internet. He's literally telling me my story back to me. And he goes, and I prayed for St. Francis of Assisi, please, please help me in this guide me, please. And he goes, and I found out what St. Francis always does is he usually gives me a project that has nothing to do with my original problem, but for some reason or some way, usually I get resolution or peace of some sort when I'm working on this other effort. Mm-hmm. And he goes, now it's your turn. I'm passing the baton to you so you can finish the story. Wow. My jaw dropped. And I was like, okay, Hank, the stranger that I just found on the internet, I have to tell you, I'm going through the same thing in my life. And he goes, okay, so this is the way you do it. You work on this project because he had such spirituality and faith that he goes, there's a reason why you said, yes, I will accept this. Now I will take on this project because something inside you said, work on this other project and you will resolve, you know, or it would help you. And it so did like it writing the book is just, it saved me and it gave me so many other within that, you know, I followed my intuition and it gave me nuggets and things to follow. And I said, okay, I'm not done yet. Keep going, keep going, open this door, open this door. And that's how I, I got to you basically too. That is so wild, Eileen, because that's how like I would describe my life and this journey since my dad started coming through of just, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And when people say, you know, I don't know what my purpose is, or I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And then they're searching for it outside of themselves. They're searching for it here. They're searching for it there in, you know, a person or a career or something that they can attain. It's not outside of us. It's within us. And if we're just following that next nugget of information, once we use our free will to invest in that nugget and follow it, the next nugget will be laid before us and we can do time in due time. Right. So that's the other it's, it's practicing active surrender at the same time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which scares a ton of people that, you know, you live your life that way. And, you know, I, I just keep on saying to myself, you can't get this wrong. You can't get this wrong. If you just keep following that it is already shown you in so many instances that you have fa- followed and followed through on this and we're giving you more and you can't get this wrong. Yeah. So let me tell this story because this is wild how this all fits into what happened this weekend. So I wanted to trademark, you know, 
the angel medium. Turns out that somebody has something very similar in Tennessee. So I wasn't able to trademark it federally yet. So I wanted to trademark this. Couldn't trademark it. There's a bunch else happening behind the scenes. And I felt really down because I'm like, Spirit, I'm getting mixed messages. You know, you've told me to go after this. You know, you wanted me to have this name. And now like it's going to cost all of this additional funding, you know, to do this. And it was looking like it was just absolutely impossible. So I'm like just sitting in meditation one morning and spirit says, get up, go over to the computer and email the guy who's trademark it is. I was going to say, just ask him if you could use it. He might not even be using it anymore, right? I know. Well, so listen to this, but this is how much like our egoic minds get in the way, right? And like what we want influences our feelings and emotions. So I go over, I email him and he comes back and he says, yeah, you know, I, I would be willing to have this conversation, but I, I invested a lot into trademarking this. So I'm not sure. So I'm going about, you know, my day and my weekend. And I'm, I'm just like, God, give me the answer. You know, what am I supposed to do? I had talked to the lawyers and they're like, well, if you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're going to, it was looking like it was going to be $10,000, you know, with all of the different legal fees to get this done. I go, okay. And, and spirits like, just go spend time with your husband. So I go, all right. So I go, what do you want to do tonight? He's like, well, there's this new Tina Turner documentary on HBO. You want to watch it? So I go, okay, let's go watch it. I'm feeling Archangel Zadkiel's energy though all night. And he really comes in with that energy of surrender, right? It's these two things, these two opposing energies at the same time of you're holding what spirit wants for you and yet yet you're in total release and total surrender. So as I'm watching this HBO documentary on Tina Turner, She talks about this point where, you know, she left Ike Turner because he was so rotten to her and she left with nothing. I mean, in these courts, she had to give up everything. And what she says to the judge is, just give me my name, Tina Turner, because she knew that she could use that to rebuild her business, Mm -hmm. but she lost everything. And so I go, okay, you know, like all I need is my name. Like that's really, that's all I need. I don't need like the subtitle for the show. I don't need anything else. So I go, okay. So I had been really like sweating. And what I do is I'm such a perfectionist that if I ever have a meeting, like I prep weeks in advance for it. I get really nervous the day before the meeting. Even if I sound good as I'm talking in the meeting, normally I have a lot of anxiety during meetings. So I went into the meeting and didn't prep for it at all because I was like, well, I'm just going to use my name. Like, that's it. So have this meeting with him. And he's like, I don't want it anymore. (laughs) He's like, would you like to assume ownership of it? Yes, I I would. (laughs) So, so I was like, wait, that was so easy. (laughs) 
like that is just the perfect example of the egoic mind coming in, making you sweat bullets, giving you that anxiety. None of it's needed. None of it matters. If you just follow spirit, they will take care of everything. It's so true. It's so true. And like, you know, I I had moved out. I sold my house really quickly. I moved out of my house and I didn't have a place to go because it sold so quickly. And I didn't know if I was going to buy or rent or move into another place. And I have three kids and everybody was like, where are you going? Where are you going? And I said, well, I don't know yet, but something will happen. Something good will happen, but I'm not feeling it right now. Like, I don't know, you know, and my friend said, well, you come stay with me at my house for a couple of weeks until you figure it out. And I said, okay, but everybody, everybody was like, how do you not know where you're going? And I said, this is a lesson in complete surrender. I put everything in my house into storage and I went, God, you brought me here. I'm thinking that this is for a reason. And when I walked into this house, uh, it's a rental, I heard the, the guy showing me around, somebody else was actually living in here beforehand, somebody showing me around. And I heard, you're going to finish your book here. And I went, okay, I'll take it. Wow. So like things like that, like, and I, it's just when you, I think also when you can completely surrender and just say, that's when you, I, I feel like here with clarity or also when you're still, you're, you're, cause if you're worried, like you said, and like, jacked up about the outcome. Mm-hmm. That's where you kind of get it into. Obviously, it's it's your ego getting in the way. But I also love and this is also about your class is like finding out that you're kind of your higher self is also on your team, which I never really thought of it that way. And I kind of dig my higher self. So <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I didn't even <laughs> think about that a better version of me. That's awesome. Yeah, our perfect self, right? Like yeah, so I, present piece of us. Yeah, they're completely- like, oh, I'm jazzed about that. Yeah. And so I feel like that is like exciting. And like when I go to bed at night, I'm like, my higher self goes to school. Like it learns, it goes to wherever it needs to go. And I get woken up with ideas or I'll hear something. And I'm like, wow, and I'll write that down. But later on the day, something else will validate it for me. And I went, okay, all right. So I was learning something while I was sleeping too. That's that's called multitasking for a mother. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been sending her to the Akashic Records since we've been talking about it? No, I haven't. No, (laughs) I haven't. I really should. I really should. But it was Archangel Metatron when you said he's all about the the shapes and metrics. And I was like, I had been getting those messages in my sleep and then writing them down. When I woke up in the morning, I was trying to do all these shapes and, and things. And I was like, I don't know what all this means, but when you said it in the class, I went back to my journal and I was like, this happened like a year and a half ago. And it was all these symbols and signs and, and kind of like, we're giving you pieces of it and it will all, you know, it was just math and it was things going in circles and different times and places and everybody kind of evolving. And it was, I know at one point I remember thinking I was in the stage and it was a revolving stage and there was discs on the outside. And as I made a choice, the players and everybody shifted around that. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. really fascinating. So are you the one that posted that in the community? And I think that you even like a, took a picture of your yes. journal. 
Yes. Okay. Because I don't think that we've talked about it here on the podcast yet, but you know, one of the things that Archangel, you know, Metatron shows me, and I've got to admit to the podcast audience, I don't feel like I've talked about him a lot because as like a Catholic or somebody who grew up very religious, it sounded a little bit too woo woo to me at the beginning. And I was like, I don't know if I can go there. Because Um, what? Just because of his name? Yes. I mean, that's how much my egoic mind like comes in, right? Of just kind of the woo. But I'm so glad that, you know, I was able to work past that. And I think that it's an important message for people to hear because we can close ourselves off to different things and we need to hear from other people that it's okay. Because he's one of the archangels who's kind of like Archangel Michael in a way, just pure love. But one of the things that he showed me that was so interesting and that, you know, Eileen is talking about here is that if you were to think about your life plan, a lot of times you would think about it like a book, like you're going to open up your life plan and read it. But like we were talking about before, there are a lot of things that are vibrational frequency. And just by holding the vibrational frequency of something, you can absorb all the knowledge, the information about it. So Metatron says that, and you know, a lot of times you'll see sacred geometry symbols um, associated with him. So he said, every person, every soul has a sacred geometry symbol and it holds all of their information, not just for this lifetime, but every lifetime. It's their life plan, life plans all put together. So what he was saying, though, is that it's more than just knowledge and information about your soul's path here. It's also what you feel in alignment and resonance with. So like when you're walking your path here on earth in accordance with this shape, right? The sacred geometry shape, you feel in resonance. You feel in alignment. Yes, I'm going in the right direction. You know, every person has an example where they knew the right way to go or what aligned with them and they knew what felt off but they wanted what fell off anyway, so they just did it. Mm-hmm. You you go into the feeling of that. What did that feel like? It fell off. Something fell off. What is that off? Mm-hmm. It's an out of alignment from your sacred geometry shape. You feel it. You know it when you're off of it. And then he goes into a lot more in the book of just like, how much that ties in with, you know, everybody else here on earth and what that looks like. But it's been so much fun to work with them and just channel out these intricacies. Right. It definitely is. And when you said you feel off, like I felt off in my life, even though I had been doing a lot of stuff that I thought was healthy and good, but there was a component that I was ignoring and, and wishing it would go away. And it, you know, it wasn't, it had something to do with my marriage. And then I got hit by the Hummer and I was like, okay, so if there is ever a time to now say, wake up, like, you know, this is, we've been trying to like, you know, tell you that there's some, and, and then it was like, okay, now, now I know, but like people say, like, if, 
if you feel off over and over and over again, the universe and God is going to keep on trying to get you back on that track, back on that track. And if you keep on ignoring it, sometimes <laughs> you get the big knock. Yeah. And we don't want to get knocked by a no, Hallmark. No, <laughs> no, 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 you do not. So it, it's kind of like that. Now I go. So that's also probably why I'm very quick to, to pick up the breadcrumbs, to follow through, to talk to the people, to say, oh, you know, this reminded me to call XYZ or give this person a message. I do it immediately because now I don't want it to linger or, or second guess it or whatever it is. And I just, same thing. I just feel like I can't get any of it wrong because I just came through an experience that was so life-changing and so spiritual and then just has evolved since then into so many different areas that I would never in a million years, I, I was same sort of thing, you know, raised very Catholic, went to Catholic college, the whole thing. And, and I'm just like, yeah, no, that's not really, I'm doing this path, you know, like I, I, I enjoy it and I don't mind talking about it, you know? So that's also why I was like, I'm going to do the podcast because then more people could hear and more people could hear that story and be inspired and say that it's okay. You know, it's okay to say the word Metatron. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we have to say these things and be able to laugh about them and be able to laugh at ourselves because the more that we do, the more people that we can reach and get them to listen to their intuition. Yeah. So like right before you came out, oh, I forgot to tell you this last little bit too. Friday. So this couple of days ago, I was driving my daughter to school. It was like 6.45 in the morning and I stopped at a light. And I'm thinking about this podcast and what I'm going to say and all sorts of stuff. And in front of me is a woman uh, driving a sports car, but the license plate is, it's all good. (laughs) Very similar to it's all good. It just spelled differently. And I went, okay, so I'm supposed to do the podcast. I got another validation of that. Like, that's undeniable. Like, really? Seriously? Like, yeah. And it, and you taught me, it's like, whatever you're thinking at that time. So like you get the message and then you're like, okay, what was I just thinking about? I was thinking about the podcast. Okay. So that's, it's all a thumbs up. Yeah. Like I, I always thought, oh, a message could mean something sinister or bad or watch out or warning. No, it's all a thumbs up. Right. Yes. 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 No, they don't, they don't come through with negative information. They don't come through. It's not like you're running around warning this friend or warning this family member. There's none of that. There's no ghosty energy. It is 100% love. Right. Right. And I felt that like, so being in the CT scan, it wasn't like I felt pain after they said, you're going to be okay. It wasn't like I felt fear that my, I had to go now tell somebody that I just saw my two dead grandmothers. I didn't think about that. I didn't care about that because I was so full of joy and energy that I was like, I just want to tell the world. Yeah. And so I know what that feels like. So I try to get back to that as much as possible, right? Get closer to that. That's amazing. Amazing. I love that. So one of the things that I want to go back to when you felt your two grandmas, you said that you felt them to one side, which side was that? 
it was on the right side of my, in my brain, my intuition. And believe it or not, it's, that's the, that was also the side that I landed on. So I had a big, but I know they came from this angle and, you know, it came from the right side. And when and you like said, I said one was like from a, like a felt like a distant realm and one felt right next to you, the way that I kind of describe it is that when I'm working with some spirits, they feel like they're right here. Like they are right in front of you talking to you. Some spirits feel like they're still there, but their energy feels like it's a football field away or two football fields away. How would you describe that feeling of you knew the difference that they weren't in the same place? Yeah. So I would say, and the way I described it originally is that she had done more work, I felt like, and came from a higher understanding, mm. kind of like it to me, it wasn't so much it, they were one in front of the other, but the distance between those two didn't seem that far off. It was more of like the traveling time that God took them to co- get to me to connect to me. Okay. It felt like and it all happened in a second. The knowledge, the download was. They're here. I know who they are. Here's their energy. And, you know, the grandmother that was closer to me was also, I was very close to her and she, she, her death was nearer. So I, I don't know if that was also part of it just to understand, but my, my grandmother, the one that came from farther, she was very spiritual person. Like so when we were young, my mother had lost the, the diamond in her ring and she lost it for a week and it was in the summertime and I'm one of five kids. She was all over the place. And my grandmother comes to visit and she has a dream and she knows where the diamond is. And she goes into the pool area and she does the sign of the cross. And in the middle of the cross is the diamond. And I remember her walking into my, my kitchen crying hysterically crying and we all were like oh my god she found the diamond and she said I had a dream I had a dream so oh I'm getting full chills just telling the story I am too she was very spiritual so and I just felt like maybe that just continued on like I don't know that she went to a different level a higher level or I don't know something to that effect I want you to go into this. I don't know if you got to that part yet in the angel communication piece where I talk about the seraphim angels and how they talk about how some people are tapped and asked to come here and some people ask to come here to learn lessons. Spend some time with her in automatic writing because I think that you'd find she was tapped and she was asked to come. My grandmother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was ahead of her time. Yeah same sort of thing. Like she was teaching me yoga at a very young age in the seventies and knew what to do with an aloe plant before anybody knew aloe plant was for burns. And I'm like, who knows that? So like, you know, she was, she was very much in tune with that sort of stuff. Yeah. That is amazing. She, She probably was. So maybe, I don't know, like 
that that's what I'm learning. Do souls like the stronger souls, like you said, some could be right here and other ones come from farther distance. I don't know, or different realms. I don't know. There's so many different realms. And they've even told me that I'm not able to see it all because the way that it works on the other side is that when they're giving us information here, they're not going to place all information with one person. It's given to multiple different people so that everybody's able to put their information together, work together together to have the bigger message. It would put too much power in one person's hand to have all of it. And so that doesn't happen. Kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, Right before we came on, I, I wrote down, you know, I love roomy quotes Yeah. and I wrote down something about the door being open. And I just went online and I wrote roomy quote and door And I love this, and you'll probably love this, and maybe your listeners will love this. It's one of his quotes. It says, the breezes at dawn have secrets to tell. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. People are going back and forth across the door sill where the two worlds touch. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. And I'm like, that is my life. That is literally once you have woken up to it, you can't go back to sleep. You can. (laughs) I've seen it happen. (laughs) Don't go back to sleep. Um, But I think that you always know that intuition piece and you know even stronger when you're off track and they keep pulling you in tighter and tighter until you're just totally on your path. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Eileen, you are just such a radiant, beautiful soul. I am so glad that we got to touch base. Is your book, are you still working on it? I'm still working with, uh, I'm looking for a publisher. So if anybody out there, I I have a couple of connections, but yeah. And again, I'm not really worried about it. I'm completely surrendered because if God gave me this, then I know it's going to happen. It was meant for a purpose. It was meant to be told and I'm I'm 100% okay with it. 100%. That's amazing. Amazing. Eileen, thank you so much for your time and being on the show. Oh, thank you. It was so much fun. So much fun. Thank you. Of course, you too. Bye. Bye. Beautiful souls, I'm so excited to announce that my book on angels and how they're working miracles in your life will be available on Amazon fall of 2021. If you're listening on or after fall of 2021, check it out. Friends, if you'd like to work with me each week, my angel membership program is perfect for you. You can join at any time and you get access to past courses. In 2021, I'll be teaching you about a new topic each month. We started the year in February with a course on oneness and raising your vibration. March is angel communication, how to hear your angels. April is trusting your intuition. May is knowing your soul's purpose. June is working with Archangel Raphael to learn self-energy healing techniques and Chakras 101. July is rewriting the stories you've been holding on to. August is all about rewiring your mind to move past blocks. September is energetically working through ancestral trauma. 
October is working with your inner child and Archangel Michael. November is a guide to being an empath. Then we're rounding out the year with a course in December that helps you connect with your loved ones on the other side to help you deepen your personal connection with them. And in January 2022, we'll be back with a whole new course on manifestation and co-creation. You get all of this live group access to me, two new pre-recorded Reiki healings, an advance notice to book a session with me when you're an angel member. Sign up for the angel membership anytime. If you're listening in 2022, please know that we're planning to add new content each month. For details and to sign up, view the show notes below. Friends, the only thing that's not included in the Angel Membership right now is the Angel Reiki School, where you learn to develop your unique spiritual gifts. Whereas the Angel Membership is about your awakening journey and your personal spiritual growth, the Angel Reiki School, on the other hand, certifies you as an Angel Reiki Master Teacher and teaches you the art of energy healing and bringing through messages for your clients. Friends, if you're feeling called to the Angel Reiki School, it's because the souls you're here to help on earth, well, they're omnipresent piece of them. You know, they're higher selves on the other side. That's what's behind you, pushing you, fueling you to become who you're meant to be. Because when you do, They know your work will shift the trajectory of their life here. That's what I mean when I say you have big, big purpose in this lifetime. A new class of the Angel Reiki School starts on the first of each month. Speaking of the Angel Reiki School, we're going to need about 800 volunteers this year. We select volunteers from people who've written a five-star positive review and emailed us a copy. That way, we have a way of contacting you for your free volunteer session. Many of you have asked if I'm still booking sessions, and the answer to that is yes. I love, love, love my sessions with you. We have a new system where we send out an email once a month with a link to my calendar for you to book online. It's really easy. All you have to do is sign up to be on my email list on my website, theangelmedium.com. I've been spending a ton of time going live with you on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and I'm having a blast with it. Join me over on social and our newly launched YouTube channel for tons of new content, teaching videos, and actual video footage of these podcast episodes. Friends, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much for being part of this community and listening to this show. I truly feel that this is your show and the angel's show, and I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. You're the most supportive community a podcaster could have. I pray for you every day. If you have a special prayer request, you can submit it through my website homepage and I'll be praying for you personally. Now for the oneness meditation, which is the last five minutes of every episode. And as you do this meditation, you'll raise your vibration and the vibration of the planet. 
Friends, what I want you to do is to just get into a relaxed position. If you are driving, operating machinery, need to concentrate, then this meditation is not for you. But anyone who is able to focus their attention on it, please join me. Friends, I want you to start by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And I want you to imagine that your socks, your shoes are off and that your bare feet are able to connect with the soil of the earth. And down through the bottom, the soles of your feet are these large roots that go down far and wide into the earth. Those roots go down far and wide, anchoring you into the earth as if you were a tree yourself. And up through those roots comes this beautiful, yummy, tingly energy. It begins to tingle at the tip of your toes. I want you to allow this yummy, tingly energy to just dance up over your feet, around your ankles. Feel this yummy, tingly energy as it moves up over your calves, your shins, all the way up to your knees. Feel this energy at your knees and allow it to move up the thighs, the hamstrings all the way up to the sides of the hips. I want you to allow this energy to move from the hips up to the base of your spine, the base of your stomach. And I want you to feel this energy as it climbs up the spine and the stomach all the way up until it reaches your heart. cereal bowl, right? And I want you to imagine 
that it extends upwards towards heaven and that God sends this loving, peace-filled oneness energy. It's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's bliss, it's ease, it's grace. And God just sends this energy through the crown of your head. It moves through your head, down through your neck, down through your shoulders, and it starts to pool. This God energy starts to pool around your heart, within your heart. And I just want you to feel that for a moment. And I want you to just tap in and notice. I want you to notice that your heart, your physical heart, is one with your body. And I want you to notice that your heart and your body are one with the air surrounding you. that your heart, your body, the air surrounding you are one with all life here on earth, all plants, all people, all animals, all life on earth. And now notice how your heart, body, air surrounding you, all life here on earth to everything, everywhere. Friends, did you notice how your body got more expansive, your energy got more expansive, and you could feel out into your auric field, you could feel out into the energy of the world, into the energy of everything, everywhere. Friends, that is oneness, and you can carry oneness with you in your everyday. I don't want you to stop here. I don't want you to open up your eyes. I want you to continue this meditation and to see that surrounding you are angels. You have guardian angels around you. You have cherub angels holding the space open for you to get into oneness at any time. You have archangels working with you in every area of your life. You have loved ones on the other side. See them. See them in detail, friends, because you seeing them in detail is the exact same thing as you going to them on the other side, knocking on their door, asking them to spend time with you. They love you so incredibly much. They want to spend time with you. They want to develop that relationship with you. When they're there, you're here. I know it's different, but you can still have that beautiful, incredible relationship. All of these beings, your angels, your guides, your loved ones on the other side, they form your spirit team who's always working to guide you, direct you, protect you. Friends, what I want you to do is just take some time with them right here, right now. What they want you to know is that they are working with you all the time. What they want you to know is that they are sending you signs and symbols to show you that they're next to you. 
Friends, they ask you to see that they are bringing in gift after gift after gift through your heart chakra to bless your life with miracles. Friends, it's your job to remain open, to believe, and to trust that they are working miracles in your life. Friends, I love you. They love you so incredibly much. Stay open and know, believe, trust, have faith, know like you know like you know that they are working with you always. See you here next time. Have a blessed day.